today we're joined by Theo Polita, a person who's in show choir with me, not Brisa, because Brisa's lame, it's not in show hey, choir. Mr. A, deem me the official mascot of show okay, choir. Okay, well, you can be the official mascot, but you ain't in it, which makes you lame. <laughs> it's, just how, it's just how it works, Brisa. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Uh, today we're going to be talking about fashion, uh, race and ethnicity, and gender, and then, and not end it, but have another topic of worth work ethic and problem solving. Cool. And I'm going to start out with some fashion questions, you know? So Theo, what is one thing you wish people would wear more of that you just love that nobody wears except for you <laughs> and that you'd want them me. to wear more of? Well, I guess other people wear it except for you, but not that many people wear it. No, I'm not that special. Um, I don't know. Like I'm trying to like, have like a better style I feel like my style is pretty basic although I like it but um hmm. oh I guess uh dresses I know like a lot of girls are like uh yeah I don't like dresses but I think dresses look very good on people so I wish they wore more dresses are you a short dress or a long dress type definitely a short dress I don't like I have long dresses because of church but I like short dresses too yeah, I'm not about those ones that go all the way down the ankles. You know, I, it can be past the knee, but oh, I yeah. prefer shorter rather than long things people be walking in. Yeah. Gotta have them ankles showing, Jack. <laughs> gotta, you know, I gotta have the ankles showing. You know I don't know. I think I like shorter ones better because I feel like it's um, more slimming to your body and I feel like it looks nice. Like it accentuates your body, I guess. Hmm. Speaking of ankles, though, let's talk about some socks here. I, this is the biggest question of the day. Biggest question of the day. So you got people like me who usually wear the basic white socks that go up to like halfway up the calf. Yep. But I want to talk about the other socks that I wear sometimes, okay. which is those fun, playful images. Theo, <laughs> tell me about how much do you do you like those? Let me tell you. Do you like those? Yeah, I actually do. Um, I have like pretty basic socks, like you said. Like you said, I mean, I have like a bunch of white socks, but. Um, I really like the socks that have, like, prints. I think it's super cool, and it, I feel like it can make a statement. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, I like them. They're cool. Do you think we should start wearing them more often? Do you think we should start parading around oh, yeah, show choir with them on? And especially with Wait, Christmas w- coming up, like, for sure. Yeah, we're going to have to start <laughs> flexing on these kids. We can't be letting them. We'll let them have their basic white and black socks. <laughs> We'll be we gonna start on those daily nice... sock picks. Yeah, even though, we're gonna have some nice yeah, that's penguins, you know. Some... <laughs> I haven't got a skunk pair. I mean, skunks are ugly, and I hate them. <laughs> I have a pair of socks with them on them. So, yeah. Now, <laughs> moving away from socks, socks, and the playful socks. Turn over to fashion, but more in depth here. Okay. Is when going into a high end restaurant because I go in a high end restaurant, I want to be dressed as top. Of the notch that I can, you know, I'm probably gonna put a blazer on, you know, (laughs) have some nice things going down. Yeah, but some people, some people don't want to dress up. Do you think that they should dress up going into that restaurant? Okay, so the dilemma with this because my brother is kind of like this, so he dresses like you know comfortably, but I feel like if you're like you said, if you're going to a high end restaurant or somewhere where like you know clothing's like more formal, like it can be a dance. Or wherever you're going, you know, that is a bit more formal and not as casual. I feel like, 
you should dress up, you know, for the occasion, especially if you're not one to dress, dress up on an everyday basis. I think, you know, it, it like makes you stand out and it's a special occasion. So you definitely should dress up. Do you, do you look at somebody differently who doesn't dress up going into those places? Um, I wouldn't judge them, but I feel like they definitely stand out, but I wouldn't necessarily say in a good way because, you know, you see, if you're going to a fancy restaurant, you see all these people dressed up and looking nice. And then, you know, I, I feel like if you're dressed, you can dress nice, but still basic. But if you're like, I don't know if you go to a high-end restaurant wearing Crocs. Like, I feel like that's a little bit disrespectful. <laughs> even though I that was a very direct attack at somebody. <laughs> somebody who has walked into a restaurant with Theo wearing Crocs. Walking into old oh, my, with my the brother. Crocs. Ha- um, my brother has loved that, so it's enough. <laughs> but yeah, I hope so your brother do, listens to this. Do you think restaurant like is it okay for those restaurants to mandate a dress code, or do you think they should just allow anybody in and say like recommend dressing up? Um, I feel like, you know, if it's a fancy restaurant, I feel like it's okay if they make it mandatory. You know, if you're going to, to a fancy restaurant, you know, you should for sure dress up. And if you don't want to dress up, then just go to a regular restaurant. Is there, is there any fashion choice in which you would look at somebody differently? Do, do you look for anybody differently based off what they wear? Um, I guess differently, but like in a good way. Like, like I said, I'm trying to broaden my my style. <laughs> so I feel like it's really cool when people make like bold statements that I know like I wouldn't. Because sometimes I want to wear certain outfits to school. Obviously not right now because we're virtual. But, um, but I'm like too scared of what people you know might might think or might say. You know, which which is dumb because I mean it's just clothes when you think about it. But no, I I don't look at them like in a negative way. I think it's super cool if they dress differently. What about uh, do would you look at somebody differently if they wear something that's less like inappropriate stuff out in public, like such as like, mean, like more barely really? any clothing? Yes, more. There you go. Um, you know, I feel like with the I guess like what people call the more revealing clothing, I know that. For women, they're, like, looked at differently. If their clothing's too revealing, it means, like, they're provocative or whatever. But I disagree with that. I feel like, you know, more revealing clothing can can make another person feel more confident. And, you know, if if that's if that's what makes them feel more confident, then I feel like they should go ahead and, and wear it. You know, as long as their intentions aren't really bad and they're not harmful. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just think... I agree. There's just a limit, though. I have a limit that I see both with males and females that just gets to a point where I'm like, you need to put a little more clothing <laughs> on. I, you're, a little, you're a little too far in the deep end. Yeah, I mean, Speaking I, of limits. Oh, go ahead, Theo. Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. go ahead, Theo. Well, I was going to say, like, you can definitely tell when a person has, like, bad intentions or I guess not bad intentions but they're just wearing something for the attention instead of them just wanting to try new things so it always depends on that I I suppose all right so speaking of limits we've talked about some of the things that you do like now tell us what fashion trend right now that's happening do you think should not be in existence because it ain't cute um hmm what fashion okay 
So, I don't know if it's still like a big fashion trend, but I know that there's still, or I'm sure there's still people wearing this, but I'm not a big fan of camo print. Um, <laughs> so I think, I think that's a little bit unnecessary if you, if you were to ask me. But yeah. Amen. I don't really You like got any it. other one? <laughs> What'd you say, sir? Anything else? Anything else you can think of? Any other fashion trends that should never have existed? Mm, I'm sure there's more, but Kim was the only one that I could can think about. <laughs> she has a deep hatred. I, right. I don't hate it, but I... I, I have a camo it. jacket. It's the only piece of camo <laughs> I own. But other than that, I do not wear camo, especially in pants. I think they're so ugly Yeah, that's camo what I meant, pants. like in pants. And like they, they have also like camo, like the color pants like pink or blue i'm not really a big fan of those sorry (laughs) i can agree there i think i can safely say that i do not own any camo clothing so i guess we can still be friends i don't either (laughs) nah i would still be your friend even if you did all right second one so we've talked a little bit about thrifting before so tell me about your thoughts on thrifting and kind of um it's going thrifting if you're kind of in middle class or, or above. Is that taking away from people who are in need? Or what do you think about that? Okay, so starting with the first part of the question, I think thrifting is super fun. I think if, you know, you're, um, if you're on a budget and try, or just trying to, um, you know, try different things, I think thrifting is, you know, a safe, I guess, way to go about doing that. Um, in regards to whether you're like a uh, middle class or you know in a higher level class, um, I think I think it's definitely okay to go thrifting. I personally don't see anything wrong with that. And just to elaborate with that, so I have a lot of clothing that I donated during um, the quarantine period that we had, I went through my closet and got rid of a bunch of clothes and donated it to Goodwill. And so I think it's like, it's like a cycle, you know, I feel like those people donate their clothes or should donate their clothes, you know, if they don't fit anymore, or if they don't really wear it often. And then they can also go and thrift with no problem. I feel like it's like a thing that's reciprocate reciprocated, if that makes any sense. That was a good answer. Solid answer. Thank you. All right, Jax, take it away. Yeah, time to go to work ethic and problem solving. <laughs> Sophia, I want you to tell me a little bit about your work ethic and your drive to do things. <laughs> okay. So my work ethic, I would say, always um, depends on my mental health. So if I am, you know, going through a period of time when I'm just really struggling and I feel really unmotivated and sad I feel like my work ethic definitely is not the best and I you know don't keep up with my schoolwork or you know my room gets really messy so then I'm just like unmotivated and it's like a bunch of factors that just um, ruin my work ethic but um, if I'm really happy feel really motivated and um, I feel like my work ethic is really good and I can get things done like um, like whatever I put down on my calendar, I can get anything done. But yeah. Hmm. Do, you, do you see that? Because today, like in today's society, I see a lot of 
decreased motivation to accomplish any sort of goals. Do you see that same thing in today's society? Yes. I mean, especially now with uh, virtual school, I know that a lot of my friends, like, that's really not, not the way that they learn. So they're definitely struggling. And obviously, it makes sense, you know, we haven't, like, or as far as I know, I haven't, like, um, experienced something like this, like a pandemic. So I've never learned virtually, but I, I like it. I don't, I don't think it holds me back or anything. I mean, in, in some aspects, I guess it does, but I don't really mind it. But I know a lot of people do struggle with it, which is definitely understandable because it's our first time. Do you have any like solution that you can think of? Anything to help? Um, I well, I I don't know if this would apply to everybody, but I definitely feel very blessed that I have um, a lot of space in my house, so I can move around and I don't have to uh, restrict myself to stay in a certain area for how many hours we have to do online school. So I would say like moving around rooms if you can, or maybe if you can't do that, trying like to decorate your environment to, you know, a place where you feel comfortable and safe. I feel like that can, that can help. So do you think, you think schools are hurting or helping to build a work ethic for their students? Hmm, that's that's a tricky question because lately I've been questioning the school system. <laughs> I feel like haven't we all? Yeah. Go in, Fia. Go in on the school system. <laughs> Go for it. I feel like, you know, it's getting to the point where we're uh we're literally going through a pandemic and we have for a couple of months. And I feel like there's so many other things that people could you know, pay more attention to instead of school. And don't get me wrong, like education is super important. And I think it should be prioritized. But there's other things that that people can put their attention on. And like, I don't know, sometimes the amount of school like work that we get, like the amount of homework that we get, I feel like it's ridiculous. And perhaps it's because of my bad time management at times or maybe it's because (laughs) teachers actually give us like way too much homework and essays and you know everybody works at different paces too so it's it's a bit harder being online you know different paces it's it's not the same as going to school in person so I feel like the school system doesn't really help with with work ethic I mean I'm sure I'm sure they're trying to and like our school is doing like flex periods or whatever but I don't know how effective that can be because it depends on whether that person will apply themselves and use that their time wisely. And I mean, I don't know. And it's also once a week. So how effective can that be? You know, I feel like something that is effective is something that is done like multiple times, like over and over again. Do you think other than the work ethic for just schoolwork, and the things they do for schoolwork, do you think they're setting a path for students to be able to solve problems that are thrown at them outside of school, just in life? No. No. Elaborate. Yeah. So, for example, I just recently got a debit card because I turned 18 a few months ago, and my dad opened me a debit card. Jax, I don't 
even know what's the difference between a debit card and a credit card. School doesn't teach me that. School doesn't teach me about <laughs> Do you know do you know now what it is? Uh I people have explained it to me, but honestly I kind of forgot. So it's it's literally just where you're basically taking a loan from the bank and then you just pay it off. Okay. That's all you're doing. Which one's that? <laughs> debit or credit? That's credit. Okay. Debit is money that will be pulled straight from okay. your account. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I thought. Yeah. Because I think uh, my dad and also other people have explained that to me. But I'm just saying like, okay, that could just be me, honestly. That could just be me being ignorant, which could honestly possibly, yeah, that could be the answer. But I'm just saying no, like... I mean, if, I think, if you don't... Yeah. What? Go ahead, Jack. If you don't have anybody to tell you that, you're not ignorant. It's just if nobody tells you in the school, I mean, you go to school and they don't tell you. That's just is what yeah, it is. Yeah, so that's why I was giving an example. Like, obviously, like, there's other people that, that know, but I can assure you they don't know that because of school. And, like, school doesn't teach you about taxes, really. I mean, school doesn't teach you, like, I think things that when you go to college, you will most likely learn. So on your own but yeah i don't think it prepares you to you know those types of things in a way it prepares you for for certain things but not everything that's essential for an everyday life when when preparing to do this episode of the podcast barista told me that you yourself have a lot of solutions to a lot of people's problems (laughs) She is. she is an expert advice giver. <laughs> Thank you. So I just want you to tell me that if like you or me as an individual should interject ourselves into somebody else's problems to help them, or should we let them figure it out on their own, or should there be an in-between between the two? Okay. So let me start off by saying I think in the past I had a problem with um, trying to solve other people's problems without them necessarily like reaching out to me first and I would just see it and I would just try to solve it for them which I mean in a way you know if you're friends with that person they're you're just doing it out of kindness and because you love them or I mean for me that that was the case but I feel like there's a certain boundary because sometimes people don't want your help they they might need help but they don't want it so I feel like if your friend or whoever reaches out to you and asks for help then, of course, you should help them and give them advice. And then if they either follow it or not, that's up to them. That's not really a decision that you should make for, make for them. Yeah, but it's kind of a moral dilemma, don't you think? Because at one hand, yes, they don't want your help, and they're saying they don't want your help. But what if they need that help? Should you still not interject yourself? Is there a point to reach in which you have to try to solve their problem because it's hurting them so much and you see it even though they might not want you to help them? Um, okay, so you saying that, I guess, I, I guess in certain circumstances, yes, like for example, and no, hopefully, I hope this doesn't trigger anybody, but if your friend is having like suicidal thoughts and they're telling you, you should definitely tell somebody so that person can get help, you know, because you don't want to lose that person. You love that person. But I feel like in that circumstance, it's totally acceptable, you know, because it's it's a person's life. But if it's like, you know, they're having like guy problems or I don't know, something something else that is just like 
you know, they'll eventually get over it or whatever. You can give them advice, <laughs> but you know, it's not some, it's not something for you to solve because it, it is their life. And, you know, if you keep on trying to solve other people's problems, then how are they going to learn? Hi, right, Brisa, time to go into your topic. I was surprised she picked this topic. I, <laughs> well, it was I out of left topic. field. I I picked this topic because this is something that Theo and I have discussed with other people at other times and I think it's a really important topic to uh, make people aware about and to to kind of bring awareness to. So we're going to talk about racial and gender equality. Mm -hmm. So first things first, Theo, tell us where you were born, where you grew up, and when you came to the United States. I feel like when I tell people this, they're like, wow, your life is super interesting. And I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) is it really though? It's just like, feel like it's been chaotic but nonetheless I'm 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 grateful so I was born in Lima which is the capital of Peru and I lived there for around four years and then my dad um because of my dad's job we moved to Mexico my family and I we moved to Mexico and I lived there for seven years and then I, because of my dad's job again, I ended up moving to Indiana, I think almost eight years ago. So yeah, that that's where I've lived. So you moved to this area, which is a very white area, <laughs> just to say, to put it out there bluntly. So yep. living as a minority in this area where there, it really is primarily white, what experiences have you had that you want to share with others and kind of make them aware of things that they can do better? Um, I feel like, you know, it sucks because, and I feel like this is like a really common phrase that people say, but it's literally 2020 and there are still people that discriminate other people or that are racist and I feel like that is just so like it should be unacceptable like at this point like people I feel like people should know better like I understand sometimes you know people are just ignorant and that's why they might say something or do something and they're like naive they don't really think that it's hurting you know a minority but I feel like people just need to be And overall, not specifically like Americans or uh, I mean, white people, um, I feel like everybody should just think twice before they say or do something because it it can't really like affect a person in in multiple ways. And without uh, naming any names or getting too specific, have you seen this in our school or in other schools that you've been to in the time that you've lived here? Yeah, so I've actually experience you know at school people to you know people telling me sorry people telling me to go back to my country or that I'm gonna get deported you know things like that which um you hear it so much that you just kind of get used to it which is really sad but you just mm-hmm. kind of get used to it to the point where you're like okay like tell me something that I haven't heard yet you know and I feel like that that can be really hurtful to people that are extremely sensitive or like younger people who who haven't like heard that as much I, I feel like it can really be like bad for someone's mental health so, mm-hmm. yeah. and obviously we've made some progress recently in the year 2020 regarding yes. uh racial um 
discrimination, but what would you suggest even more at this time that we should Mm -hmm. be doing as a whole? What would you suggest? I feel like um, what our generation specifically has done a good job on is um, raising a lot of awareness because we have social media, you know, we really have like the world in our hands when you really think about it. Um, I feel like um, telling other people and like, you know, making them aware of, you know, what they're doing, how they can, you know, do certain things better or approach a certain situation better. I think we should still raise awareness, you know, like Black Lives Matter movement. It's not just uh, today or and tomorrow movement it should be a forever movement and not only should it be for Black Lives Matter it should be for other minorities like Latinos or Asians you know definitely um, kind of switching topics a little bit but still uh, in the same realm so gender mm-hmm. equality yeah um, to share a brief experience that you shared with me there was a time recently where um, you guys were in no actual danger, but a man came up to your car and it was just, it was really scary because that's yeah. the world that we live in. So yep. because so many girls and teenagers live with this fear, like, is that okay? What do we need to do to change that? What needs to be better? Yeah, honestly, that that was pretty scary to me. And the other person that, that was with me handled it extremely well. So obviously, no nothing bad happened but um I feel like oh it kind of it kind of sucks because honestly like I didn't even know how careful a woman had to be until recently like I was like wow like there's just things that I was like wow I didn't know like you know walking like having pepper spray in your keychain and being careful you know, when you do certain things, I was just like, I just thought you could do those without being scared or whatever. But I think people should definitely, definitely be more um, aware of their surroundings. Like, make sure that wherever you are, um, like whatever time it is, like that you're careful that, you know, you're maybe with somebody if it's not, if it's like, late at night that you have company so that you know whatever happens there there's also some someone else that can act you know as a witness yeah definitely a problem the fact that we even have to you know have someone else there and and Jax do you have any thoughts to add on this topic no I don't say I'm the I'm not the most diverse of person (laughs) I would say being white and male but I don't really have much to say that's that's all good. Um, so last question, a little bit lighter, but still along the same lines is okay. just in other areas of life in in the workforce and schools mm-hmm. in all of those different categories. What do you think we can do, Theo, to have better equality between men and women? Did you say better equality? Sorry. Yes. Um, I mm, I feel like gosh this is this kind of hard for me to answer um from I guess like a woman's perspective what I would say is uh I would wish for equal attention to be given to both genders you know and I know like in the work environment that I've like heard that 
in certain jobs, uh, men get paid more than women or women that get glammed up or dressed up tend to get more money that, than uh, women who don't. So I definitely think that it should be something that we should look more into and, you know, try again, like I said, it's always just about raising awareness and and talking about it because if you never talk about a problem then that's why other people don't know if you stay silent then there's obviously going to be no progress made wow inspirational thoughts by Fio you got to start your own <laughs> podcast girl nah nah you got it all going <laughs> Fio's well, gonna Jax I'll be your Fio's facts Fio's facts I mean that even that has a better Fio's facts Jax's there you facts. go <laughs> it can be the, we'll just, the second part. You know what? You know what? Fio, take over. It's all you. I'll change the name. You just you out on here, Brisa. We're leaving. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on today. Thank Fio. you so you much. Awesome yes, thank you. You guys are amazing. <laughs>